Welcome to Understanding the Law Radio, your business success and legal information station. And now, your host, Peter Lamont. Well, hi, and thanks for joining me for another episode of Understanding the Law Radio. I'm your host, Peter Lamont, here with Brendan. How, how are you, you? doing? Oh, good. Hi, how are you doing? Uh, well, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Unfortunately, you know, a lot of things in this world are not doing so good. You could say that again. Some people blame it on the devil. Really now? They do blame it on the devil. And you know what? What? That's what we're going to be talking about today. You know the song? Yeah, I know the song. You know where the devil went? I He went down to Georgia. He was looking for a soul to steal. That's right. All right, well, that's the topic of our podcast today, The Devil. Oh, fantastic. And and Lil Nas. Oh, are they? Are they what? No, no, Lil, <laughs> Lil, 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 Lil Nas. Oh, for a second there, I is, he's not the devil. A small Nas. No, 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 it's Lil Nas. L- Lil Nas. I and need, he is not Satan. He, no, he's... He is in league with the devil, though, apparently. Apparently. And just, just so you know, we're not huge rap fans or... I don't even know... I like little... rap. I like rap. You do like rap? I like Eminem. I like rap. I like rap a lot. I like oh. I like DMX. Oh, okay. He there you go. He recently passed away. Yeah. Uh, rest you know, in peace. Yeah. You know who I don't like? Who do you not like? Lil Nas. <laughs> he's in league with <laughs> Satan. I don't think he's in league with Satan. I think Listen, he has he Satan. Listen, he wanted Satan to steal your soul. And by now, soul, I don't mean, what are you talking about? I don't mean S-O-U-L. I mean S-O-L-E. He oh, wanted a different Satan, business for Satan. Right. He wanted your souls, both of them. You know about this? I do. Your shoe souls. Your shoe souls. Yep. So it took a while to get there, but here we are. So for those of you who don't know and have been living in a place of peace away from the evils of the world. Living over a rock, because if you're under the rock, you might be in hell. Could be. Could yeah. be. And, and, and you know, could you smell what the rock is cooking? I don't like the rock. That, that, that has no... <laughs> well, maybe <laughs> Not only do making... you bring the rock into this, but then you go on to insult him and say I, I don't you don't like, the rock. like it. Okay, well, he doesn't have anything to do with Lil Nas or Satan. Well, let me tell you about Lil Nas. Lil Nas. You know what? Whatever I'm going to call him is what it's going to be today. It could be Lil Nas. So if you hear me say Lil, Lil Nas. <laughs> no, 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 no. It. It's a different guy he's talking about. Lil Nas. Okay, well, that's who I'm talking about. Okay, so he came up with this brilliant idea to uh, take Nike sneakers, uh-huh. a, an existing Nike sneaker, and to create, I mean, what, what the fans have been craving for for years. Well, yeah. <laughs> Satan shoes. <laughs> So, for further context on this, he first uploaded a music video about, uh, I think, I don't really know what it was about, to be, to be fair, but I know what happened in it. Um, he was in heaven, he slid down a pole to hell, and then he, like, seductively danced on Satan's lap. That's just like a, a and synopsis then, and of the And then Satan plot. said, I want your souls, and you are going to be my little minion, and so he went out and he created Nike versions, and this is where it's going to get sticky, Nike versions of Satan's shoes. Yeah. And guess how many they created? How many did they create? The number of the beast. 666 pairs well, wait, wait of a Satan minute, wait shoes. A so they actually created, they didn't create 666 shoes. They created like... Pair. Six hundred sixty-six. Twelve. I can't do the math in my head. So many but, souls. Yeah. Satan was like in hell, going, <laughs> "Look at all these souls." 
So I'm sure that's what he said. But but do you know what was in these shoes? Because these shoes aren't just like let me let me just ex- explain well, here. Hold on, before you get to the the most exciting part, the reason why I would never buy these <laughs> shoes. <laughs> so there's this company M S C H H H F M S Mischief. Well, yes, but without, spelled, without, the, without the, uh, the vowels, it's just mischief. So, so mischief product <laughs> studios, Inc. And, and Lil Nas X. Why, what is the X for, by the way? I don't know. X. Dream. I don't know. Lil, Lil Nas. Lil so they, they wanted to create for Satan a way to, mm-hmm. to make you give up your souls and mm-hmm. then pay for it. Right. Cause like normally you give something to the devil, your soul, and he gives you something back. So it's not, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's really like you're paying for it, but here, Lil Nas was like, hey, why don't you pay $1,000 and then Satan's going to take your so, souls. So they were going to make $666,000 off this deal? Yeah, so here's how it works. So they came up with this idea and they were going to make Satan shoes. Now, I guess this is to... Um, create a companion piece for what uh mischief's prior line was which right. were, were were jesus Heaven shoes yeah no, they were jesus shoes of some sort did they have powers could you walk on water i, I don't think so i well, think well technically because in the bottom of those shoes was holy water that they put see, in the shoes messed up this is a messed up company right? i mean <laughs> here's the thing M- mischief i happen to know a little bit about them and they've made lots of very you know odd interesting products in the past i believe they were responsible for this like magic box that if you get in the mail, um, it has a chance to have like a car in it or, or like a, a That's certificate. That's a pretty damn big no, box. Certificate for oh. a car, you know, all kinds of things, a new phone. You know, there, there, there was so much that you could you get, get in it. get this six by six box and you're like, I could be a yeah. car. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> you could also get like a piece of garbage or like a certificate to a free meal at Burger King, that kind of thing. What the hell? But, if you so you could open it and risk getting nothing, or you could sit with it for like a couple months and then you could send it back for twice how much you paid. And so it, it's actually a good deal because you know nine out of ten people will buy the box and immediately open it. Uh, I believe they were responsible for that. So you know the, the Jesus shoes and the Satan shoes. All right. Isn't, so you know marketing, marketing. Right, is, okay. Interesting. But yeah. Very marketing. So so Lil Nas apparently who has inroads to Satan directly. Apparently that fire pole <laughs> that goes directly down to hell. They came up with this idea and um, ultimately got sued for it. But here's the sneakers. So what they did is they took existing Nike sneakers. They were Nike Air Max 97s, and they modified them uh, to to comply with the devil's will, right? The sinister style that they created. They actually put a an inventor uh, an inverted cross on them, mm-hmm. a, a pentagram, and the words Luke 1018. Mm-hmm. Now, for those of you who don't know, Luke ten eighteen says, and he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven or little Nas sliding down the pole. Okay. Well, anyway, they took these Nike sneakers, but here's the best part. And I want you to, because to, I know you're excited to share this. Yeah. In the soles of the sneakers. There was no holy water. No, what was no, there? no. There was human blood. Which they got from the, uh, was it the employees at Mischief? The the Mischief Art Collective. Now, I don't know how you become a member of the Mischief Art Collective. <laughs> you got to send them your blood. Apparently, it was blood sample day, and they decided to put your blood into the soles of Satan's <laughs> you know, shoes. You know, here's the thing, though. If there was a murder at wherever they were holding all this blood before putting it in the shoes, they would have had an absolute nightmare. Would there. have been a bloodbath. Yeah. 
You know, what happens if you are running from a crime scene as a victim and your, and shoes, your shoe leaks open, blood? And now, you know, the Mischief Art Collective are suddenly framed. It's a satanic cult. This is not good. Satan had a plan all along. <laughs> so anyway, they so, they... so Nike. Oh, and, and I just like to I just like to explain here because I don't think you're you're fully explaining like the idea for the shoe is while some people, you know, might find it odd or, you know, even appalling, especially if you're like a hardcore Christian, you know, the issue the main issue here is that it's a pair of Nike shoes. They didn't even they didn't take out the Nike swoosh. They left it in, and you'd think, oh, in your head, you're probably picturing it with like horns or maybe you know devil. No, it's just a Nike swoosh. Like they're just trying to sell they stole, Nike shoes. They stole Nike shoes essentially. Yeah. So and that's what nothing to do with Satanism. They just stole Nike shoes. Well, that was satanic tra- in well, and of itself. All right. Well, here's the deal: that Nike, once they found out, they took those shoes to the Old Town Court. That's right. L- Lil Nas sang that song too. I like he, that song. He. he yeah, okay. Old Town Road. Yeah, well, that was uh, I, I. He created Satan sneakers. So I'm I'm out. So he, he's you're, you're I'm you're out. I'm out. out. <laughs> so I'm gonna, uh, little little ass is out. Anyway, um, so Nike ends up suing the company for trademark infringement, trademark dilution, unfair competition because they basically bought a pair of these Nike sneakers and Uh said, hey, let's Satan them up, right? Let's sprinkle them with blood. Let's get some human sacrifices and some goats and let's, let's Satan them up. And would you, would you believe that that's what they said that the 666 pairs of the Satan shoes sold out in less than a minute? Of course they did. <laughs> How many evil people are there in this world? Not even evil. It's like art people who are like, oh, weird art stuff. $1,018 per pair. Oh, my God. You know, you, I know I know some people who probably would have bought them. You were paying to sell your souls to the devil. Well, anyway, <laughs> so Nike files his lawsuit, 24-page uh, complaint, and they're alleging that they purchased the sneakers, that they made their own creative modifications, Um, that Nike clearly owns the exclusive rights to both the swoosh design and the word Nike, which are Nike's trademarks and have been for years. And Mm -hmm. I I think anybody, I mean, you don't even have to be, um, have, have, have a legal brain cell in your brain to know that if I go out and buy Nike sneakers and that that would be like me saying, you know what, I'm going to take Mickey mouse and I'm going to make him Satan mouse. Okay. And do I not expect Disney to come after me and sue me? So I guess, look, from a publicity standpoint, uh, probably worked. Uh, At the end of the day, the the settlement that they reached, the company had to refund all of the Satan shoe purchasers. Now, it's I I don't know if they're going to be recalling the shoes. Satan's pissed, by the way. He's in (laughs) hell. He's fuming, right? He's like, shit, I can't even come up with a sneaker design. How is it that Air Jordans have been around forever and I can't make Satan shoes? Everybody wants them. They're in high demand. 666. This week has been hell. It has been hell. (laughs) So, you know, uh, here's here's what Mischief said, by the way. If any purchases were confused or they otherwise want to return their shoes, they may do so for a full refund. Purchasers who choose not to return their shoes and later encounter a product issue, defect, or health concern should contact Mischief, not Nike. The parties are pleased to put this dispute behind them. So I'm not quite sure. kind of makes it seem like people are getting their Satan shoes. Are, are, yes, but are they saying here when they say, 
uh, that if you encounter a product issue, a defect, or a health concern, is this like Satan's going to reach up and grab your soul, and then you're like, wait a minute, (laughs) (laughs) something's happened here, Uh, mischief. (laughs) So I don't know. Maybe Satan wins in the end. It's like Annabelle. You know Annabelle from the movies? The yes, lame I know horror movies? The shoes are the new thing. You know, they haunt you. you they're they're like shoes, the doll. They, yeah. Well, or what, what if there's diseases in the blood? Like, what if there's something in the blood? Right. And then you've got a problem. Right. I mean, like, you know, COVID. God only knows what's in them. So listen, let's let's continue <laughs> on this vein of, of vein and blood. Oh, See the connection there? Diet. Kind of. Let, let's talk about Gerald Mayo. Well, oh, it sounds like a condiment, inventor. but it's not. Yeah, famous no. inventor, brother of Thomas Ketchup and no. Leonard Mustard. No, wrong, oh. wrong family. Oh. I want to tell you about Gerald Mayo. All right. Gerald Mayo in 1971 mm-hmm. decided that while well, he was locked up, he was in the Western Penitentiary in, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, but, oh. but he decided he had had enough of his life. He had had enough of the abuse that he suffered at the hands of Satan. So he sued Satan, Gerald Mayo versus Satan and his staff. Now, apparently (laughs) Satan has a staff I'm unaware of. It's not just a staff like a stick, like the staff of Ra from Greatest Blows. This is like a staff. It's like, okay, you're CFO and you are my administrative (laughs) assistant. Let's bring the fire. Okay. So... Gerald Mayo. I'd like to see uh, the marketing team for help because I would like to have a word with them. They have terribly misrepresented their brand. I, I don't know that we could be living in hell oh. right now and we just don't know it. And that's then if true. that's the case, then his marketing is spot on. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, look, he did manage to sell 666 pairs of Satan shoes in less than a minute. <laughs> All right. I wonder how the Jesus shoes compared to that. Yeah, well, I'm sure they sell out too. I don't think people really cared about like the Satan aspect of it. I think it's just like funny shoe, you know, interesting art. Do you think Satan was down there with like a whiteboard and every time a, a shoe sold, he was like, <laughs> I'm going to beat you, Jesus. Yeah. You think it was like that? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's what it is. They're like competing brands trying High to sell five. their shoes. Yeah. <laughs> well, how many, how many Jesus su- shoes did they try and sell? I, maybe 777. <laughs> I don't 667. know. 667. I don't know. <laughs> let me, let's, let's get back to Gerald Mayo for a minute, right? All right. So Gerald Mayo decided that, that he had had enough, like I said. So what, what he did is he filed a lawsuit, and uh, it's a federal court lawsuit, and, and, and the defendant is Satan and his staff. <laughs> did he show up to court? Well, that's the issue. That's the issue. So he alleged that Satan had on numerous occasions caused him misery and unwanted threats against, the, uh, against his will. Uh, he also said that Satan had placed deliberate obstacles in his path and caused his downfall and had therefore deprived him of his constitutional rights. This is a constitutional right violation <laughs> lawsuit against Satan and his staff. So the court, I mean, th- this is like this is like Miracle on 34th Street when you're suing Santa Claus. Okay. Except there's a couple letters switched around. We're not trying to see Santa here in court. We're seeing Satan. Satan Claus. Okay. So anyway. So in court. They had a hard time proving, and then they said, here it is, bags and bags of letters to Satan. (laughs) No, so here's the problem with this case. That trial's next door. Yeah. This is Satan, not Santa. Can't you read? It says Satan, not Santa. Miracle on Elm Street. That's what this movie was called. (laughs) Well, anyway... So what the court said is that... Look, yeah, I think that joke was funnier than you gave it credit for. I probably I'm did. sorry, but that joke was real funny. 
Okay. Well, I missed it. All so right. let's see if anybody else thinks it's funny. Tell us on Instagram. Tell us on Instagram. Tell us on Instagram. Well, yeah. I want to tell you about. I want to tell you about this case, though. Yeah. All right. So go ahead. Ultimately, it was dismissed, and the no. court. Yeah, the court said that that they had serious doubts um, that the complaint reveals a cause of action upon which relief can be granted <laughs> by the court, and they question whether or not the plaintiff may obtain personal jurisdiction over the defendant in this judicial district. Do they question that? So, I the bottom line is they're saying that there's no cause of action that they could they could you know uh, provide a remedy for. On top of which, he had a very hard time serving Satan. Now, here's <laughs> here's an interesting component. So there was a lawsuit not too long ago mm-hmm. where somebody was suing, I believe it was Verizon or AT&T or one of the cell phone companies. And they took the complaint and they went to a kiosk in the mall that was a corporate kiosk and they served the person there, <laughs> right? Because they were a corporate representative, right? So they served them with a the complaint and it was, it was viable. Now, if I had gone to Salem, Massachusetts <laughs> and went to the Church of Satan... And I served it on the guy that runs that. Would that have been good service? What if I had gone to Lil Nas and said, Lil Nas, uh, well, you've he's been, been in served. contact. Right. You, you apparently are part of the staff. You're at least, at the very least, you're on the marketing and advertising squad. So I'm serving you, right? So take your little ass down to Satan and tell him he's been served. Right? Am yeah, I right? I'm sure that would work. I'm sure that would work out for you. Well, we'll never know because because you know apparently Gerald Mayo lost. Uh, he didn't. He didn't try to refile. He just his case was. He over. gave up. Yeah, he did give up. Yeah, you know who didn't give up? Who did not give up? Well, Shia LaBeouf didn't give up. He just did it. He he just he just did it. And you know the last time I saw that, yeah, was at a Devils game. Really? On on the Jumbotron. Yeah. And they have Shia, Shia LaBeouf, and, and he's yelling, just do it, which I, I still think is hysterical. I don't know why I think that's so funny. Yeah. I, I think it's just so funny to put him on his green screen in front of everything. I think it's just hysterical, and I can't get over it. You know, but, you know when I'm trying to lose weight and I see a bag of candy in front of me, I think to Shia LaBeouf, just do it, and I eat the candy. You know what? Yeah. He's probably working for Satan. That's right. I, you know, I want to tell you. I want to tell you who else worked for Satan. Since we're talking about no, the Devils, Prime, but go ahead. Well, we're talking about the Devils. Yeah, not the Devil, but the New Jersey Devils. Devils, plural. Still, despite their failing seasons, my favorite hockey team ever since I was little. Ever since they moved here from Colorado, uh-huh. but when they first did move here, they had a different mascot than what they have now. So, for those of you who like hockey and the Devils, you know that the mascot is NJ Devil, and he looks like. A plush devil. Like, you kind of want to hug him. Yeah. Right? He doesn't look like Satan. He looks like the reject devil. Like, you know, he, he was too cute. To, too cute. Too cute. Right? To you want to hug him, right? Yeah. And he's been he's been very fun and a, a cool mascot. But prior to him. So the story here is that they're selling Satan skates with human blood. No. That's nope. the wrong story. Sorry. No. Okay, go ahead. See, see, Lil Nas <laughs> just took it to the dark side. Right? Yeah. NJ Devil. A play off of the New Jersey Devil, the legends of the Pine Barrens. Yeah. Well, he was born out of necessity. And why Be- is that? Because prior to that, they had a puck. They had. That's a, that's a really lame mascot. A puck. His name was Slapshot. 
Let me tell you something about Slapshot. He liked to entertain the kids. He liked to wear devil horns and look like a flat puck. He also liked to grope women. What? Very much so, yes. He had what? these look now you gotta picture this. He's a puck. He's a, a giant round flat puck. So he had like little Tyrannosaurus Rex arms, like little T Rex arms that did stuck he, out of the did side. He, did he assault women at the games? Well, that's what it was alleged. It oh was alleged. That's slap shot. Yes. He he was he was quite a mother pucker. He would sneak up behind women, staffers, and all of a sudden his hands would slip. Are you kidding? Yeah, he he was That's a, a touchy, touchy-feely puck. That's terrible. And I believe at least three women had come forward and said okay. that they had. He should been, have been fired after one woman. Why? Oh, what? Well, you know, you know why? Because why? he was in league with the devil. The devil. There you go. Not not NJ Devil. No. Not the cute plot. No. He was in league with the devil right. and Lil Nas. That's horrible, man. How how? I can't even. <laughs> I mean. How could one even, like, think they'd get away with that? It's not like they'd be like, oh, who did it? And you'd have a hard time finding right. him. It's the guy, the on, guy the on the ice with the big puck as a head. Yeah. No, no, his whole body was a puck. <laughs> like, he couldn't even fit through the doorway without turning sideways. Oh, okay, he was a gigantic puck. That's terrible. Uh, well, it was terrible, but again... The influence of Satan interwoven throughout our podcast and throughout our world. So now, just to be clear, yeah, we are discussing the tragedies that Satan caused. We are not in league with Satan. We're not trying to make oh, no. him sound cool here. I did not buy Satan's shoes. That's Satan, right. I, I am. He is. However, let me tell you something. There might be a secret message if you play this podcast in reverse. <laughs> you know. I, I got a tie-in for that, so you're going to have to hold that for a Do minute. Do you really? Yeah, but before we get there, I just want to talk about years ago on this podcast, earlier, like, I don't know what year it was, maybe 2012, 2013, uh-huh. I had a podcast scheduled with the, um, I don't know what you'd call them, high priest of the satanic temple. Uh, really? It was his name was Lucian Greaves. It had to have been 2013 because that's a I cool think, name. I've got to say that's like a real cool name. It, it's totally got to be fake. But anyway, I, it has to be 2013 because that's when he co-founded the church, which is in, by the way, Salem. And I've passed by it. Oh yeah, me too. I, I've I've seen it. Yep, Satanic Temple and IRS recognized atheist church with 300,000 devotees. Right. And I, only 666 of them could have purchased Satan shoes. <laughs> I don't. Think now. Correct me if I'm wrong here. I might be completely wrong, but I don't believe that they like serve Satan or want. They're not like bad. Mm, it's more like really. Well, I mean, look. Really, it's more like. Are you atheism. trying to defend the satanic temple? Oh no, he's got me. See, no, but grab for you real, by though, your souls. <laughs> I, I don't think it's like like when you hear Satanist, you're like, oh, that's that's scary. Well, well, Anton Lavey, who was a Satanist. Uh huh. Ooh, well, look, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what you're trying to, to parallel here. No, How I, could you? They I'm have, trying to defend the fact. I'm pretty sure what, that. No. Wait a minute. Out. No, no, no. I am pretty positive that Satanism is not about spreading hatred. Uh, and it's, it's, no, it's, it's the, it's, it preaches both empathy and the freedom to offend. Okay. Right. And, That's and what's, oh, come on. I think I'm not a Satanist. I'm I'm a Christian, obviously, but 
not obviously, but I mean from what we've said. But I think it's more about like I don't know. It's less about they're not evil. You know what I'm saying here. You know what I'm um, trying to get. You know what point I'm trying to get across here. I don't know. <laughs> I completely disagree because anything that goes against Christianity would, in my mind, be evil. I mean, Satan is not good. God didn't want him in heaven. He kicked him out. I think that there are people who do not believe in a higher power. It's more t- t- close to atheism than well, serving. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. The next round of mischief sneakers, you go out and you get your (laughs) pair, but I am not, okay? Okay. I am vehemently opposed to Satanism and Satanists, and I want to talk about Lucian Greaves, who I also don't like, and I'll tell you why, because he was booked for my podcast in 2013, and he never showed up. (laughs) He never called in, never showed up. So so, so in reality here, you don't actually hate anything to do with Satan. You just hate that Lucian Greaves... No, he, you're misunderstanding. He, he bailed on you here. No, I don't like Little Nass. I don't like Satan's sneakers. <laughs> I don't like Lucian Greaves. And I am not a fan of Satanism <laughs> in any form. Any form. Speaking of forms. So the whole reason that this guy was supposed to be on the podcast, and, and you know, he had confirmed it was booked, was to talk about their struggle to get this, and any Satanists who are listening, please, don't be offended. No, not at all. Ridiculous <laughs> statue. Right of oh my God. of uh, Baphomet. Oh, I I, I, the, I know who that is. The the uh, winged goat. Yeah, yeah. Right. I think I think he was in a game that I played recently. But go ahead. Not well, the point. They they wanted this winged goat of of Baphomet. Right. Which um, they have a statue of at the the Satanic Temple in Salem. Right. They they wanted to put him in other places. I believe Oklahoma mm-hmm. was one. Um, uh, Arizona, they're trying to, they're, they're basically saying, look, if you can put a statue of the 10 commandments or right. some other religious symbol, well, then we want to have Baphomet. We want to have our, our mascot goat. Right. Um, so I guess it's like an issue of religious freedom. Then. Kind of. Yes. Yeah. And, and so that this, this goat statue has been an issue for years. Um, and you know, it, it's, I guess it's an interesting um, civil rights sort of freedom of speech, you know, issue. But again, I think that it's just so um, polarizing because of Satan, mm-hmm. right? I mean, th- there's this Arizona case, which um, was was filed uh, years ago, is now in a federal court of appeals. And uh, the, the Satanists are trying to bring this back and, and, and hopefully... Um, revive this case, which was ultimately tossed. They're trying to get get you know the statue back in. That's that's the whole thing. But you know, here's my deal: uh, if you book my podcast and then you don't call in, then I'm done with you. So I hope you don't get Baphomet anywhere because you didn't come to my podcast. <laughs> this is a personal grudge it, here. It is. This whole episode was just structured like this so you could call out Lucian <laughs> Greaves. Isn't that right? You have me here on false you, pretenses. You, you booked my content. Well, uh, let's get back to your your interesting comment that you made about playing the episode backwards. So, all right. Again, you might think he's against Satanism, but play it backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Listen so, closely. All right. There are songs out there 
that they, 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 they've said years and years ago. I mean, when I was younger, it was like this big thing. Like, hey, if you play Hotel California by the Eagles backwards, there's a satanic message. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a Beatles song. There was Stairway to Heaven, right? And so that's when you could Whoa. play songs backwards because you, you had a record. Then it becomes the Stairway to Hell. <laughs> well, <laughs> you can't play things backwards now. Elevator to Hell. How do you play backwards a, a, a digital stream? You look up on YouTube. Okay. You know, Stairway to Heaven backwards. <laughs> well... Back in in the 80s, right, Um, late 70s, early 80s, there was this gigantic witch hunt, if you will, for heavy metal music. No, 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 that was Salem. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, you know, the the idea back when I was growing up of of heavy metal music being... um, satanic was was super huge there were a ton of moms um that were opposed to any type of heavy metal and and one of the his primary uh targets but also a very very outspoken and well-spoken well-spoken rocker i have to say is d snyder from twisted sister so i remember this whole time period right this is back in in like 1985 as a matter of fact i I believe it was tipper gore um who created the parents music resource center pmrc it was a political activist group which was trying to um you know label label heavy metal music as as threatening to your hearts minds morals uh and the eternal soul of the american youth oh really yeah that that's so they were just against heavy metal music. And Dee Snyder, along with other groups, came out and he spoke and testified in front of Congress and um, really, really did an amazing job, right? As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, uh, John Denver, Rocky Mountain High, Colorado, mm-hmm. people accused Rocky Mountain High of being a marijuana song. Really? Because he was high in the rocky hot. mountains oh my it was right there in front of us that's it and, and john denver was like come on man come on you know thank god i'm a country boy i'm not so anyway this whole thing went on for a very long time and i remember a um a seminar that i had when i was in in school i don't remember if it was like freshman year in high school or or where i was but there was a guy that came in and talked to us you know how you have these people that come in and talk to the, to the students and they try to, you know, share their their experiences with them. Like, hey, I was on drugs for 15 years. Yeah, now I have no arms and legs. All that time right. ago, yeah. So there was this guy that came in and he said, listen, um, and I went to a Catholic school. Listen, you can't listen to heavy metal music because Satan controls you. It's a conduit directly to hell. Is that true? To, that's what the guy told us. Directly to hell. And, and and the groups that you should stay away from, and then he lists them, King Diamond, right? Um, who was the other one? It was the group that King Diamond was in. Oh, Merciful Fate, which was the first group that King Diamond was in. And then he lists these others, right? These are direct conduits to Satan. The next day, everybody was out like, hey, <laughs> I got King Diamond records, right? Because they wanted to see this. Or, hey, if you play these records backwards. This guy actually said this on stage to all these kids. And then the next day, everyone's like, yeah, I went home, and I took my parents' Hotel California record and played it backwards, and I heard the devil talk to me. <laughs> nonsense, nonsense. How would a school bring in some buffoon like this to talk about heavy metal music? I got to tell you something. I like all kinds of music. Do you? I like 
Barry Manilow. I like Mozart. But I love heavy metal music. I have loved heavy metal music since I was little. Alice Cooper, Van Halen, Twisted Sister, you name it. And then modern bands as well, you know, Five Finger Death Punch. These are great bands. And, and the music is awesome. It's fun. It's great. I think that every once in a while, you're going to get a personality that is very um, suggestive, I guess, or, or um, you, you don't want to say weak-minded because that's not what it is. But but you know how the force, the force <laughs> can affect people differently? You know how Jabba the Hutt couldn't be mind-tricked by the Jedi? Yeah. Right? He was like, Boshuda. You know, your mind tricks don't work on me. But you remember how Obi-Wan said, the force has a great influence on the weak-minded. Remember when he says to the stormtroopers, these are not the droids you're looking for? Remember yep. that? And they're like, yep. these are not the droids we're looking for. Meanwhile, they're looking right at them. And of course they are. Well, I don't know how to say this, but I, I think that there are people out there that, yeah, you know, if you get a strong suggestion, I, I guess you can be influenced, be influenced, right? right? Yeah. Um, but, but heavy metal music in general, it, it doesn't have a conduit to the devil. And I don't know of any rockers that created Satan shoes, only rappers. That's right. Little Nass. Well, anyway, yeah. so I just thought that was an interesting point, um, you know, about this whole thing, <laughs> it, but Judas Priest, it was another one, uh, where Wait they a said, minute. Wait a minute. What's his name? Judas Priest. Judas I think we're seeing a connection here. Let's explore this further. So there was another wow. one that, that you know claimed if you played it backwards. Uh, there was actually somebody who claimed that there were satanic messages in the Mr. Ed theme song. You know Mr. Ed, the, the talking horse? Yep. Okay, Mr. Ed. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> All right, well, look, let's wrap this up. Um, here's my take on this. I'm not a big fan of Satan. I don't like his shoes. You're not a big fan of Little Nas either? He's not going to steal my souls, and I would not pay $1,000 for a pair of sneakers, no matter what was in them. Would you, or did you, pay for Little Nas Satan sneakers? Tell us on social media. Are you asking me? No, not you. I'm, I'm, I'm asking our fans, our dedicated fan base. Our 666 fans. Wait a minute. <laughs> Which one of you... <laughs> More more importantly is who's returning them, I wonder. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, if you if you were dedicated enough and had the money to drop within one minute uh, $1,000 for Satan shoes, I doubt anybody would want to get rid of them. You know, I think people want them at this point. Well, the legal lesson to be learned is don't, don't be stupid. You can't take somebody else's trademarked image or name yeah. and then and then morph it into something. Yeah. Just, just because, you know, you've, you've, changed it doesn't mean that you haven't diluted the trademark see how just tying in the legal there yeah and i don't want this to just be purely satanic <laughs> although some some people say lawyers are the devil oh my i take offense i've got to go i take offense go. to that so you're luring me in here all right well that's gonna do it for this uh devilish episode probably should have saved this for halloween but it was just too good <laughs> So um, make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you don't already. Make sure you tell people about it. Follow us on social media. And until next time, don't buy Satan's shoes. You could have you saved this episode until like August and name it Suntan for Satan. <laughs>
There you go. That's what we're going to do. All right, that's going to do it. I'll see you next time. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Understanding the Law Radio. Make sure you follow Peter on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and stay tuned for future episodes.